1: Hello, I'm Sarah, and there is no Tobias today. Now I can call him that because he's not around to tell me all. We got a little bit behind this week because we've been venturing out of the house. Now, since George's accident, everything's been all over the place, and I rarely go out. I've kind of nested away at home trying to protect my babies but we're gradually getting better mentally so we kind of ventured out of the house a bit today met met friends for coffee and things like that so we're we're well behind putting it quite frankly um so it's just me today because toby's already gone to his dad's for the weekend and he'll be back again for next week's extra um so yeah sorry about that (laughs) If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so by visiting Patreon and becoming one of our patrons at patreon.com forward slash the whispering woods. Now, I'm doing some more work on the Facebook group, um, Spinners of Yarn. So you may see some changes coming over several weeks because I want it to make it more of a resource as well for people who like creepy stuff and who enjoy making things. Um, so th- we'll see how th- those two combinations get on together. Um, so I'm hoping to like put some lists together, listing others creepy podcasts, movies that are coming out, or TV shows that are coming out for the people who love the creepy, all that sort of stuff, and as well as patterns. And it is a bit of a wild combination, you know. It's what happens when you're nearly fifty. You you start really living it up. <laughs> right. Today's episode is all about the not dear. Now I've done an introduction. So, if you don't know what a knot deer is, hopefully it'll explain it for you. In the depths of folklore and urban legends, there exists a peculiar creature known as the knot deer. From afar, it may resemble an ordinary deer, but upon closer inspection, something seems amiss. The not-deer's appearance is deceptive, mimicking that of a deer from a distance. However, as one approaches or observes it for longer, peculiar details become apparent. Its movements are often likened to those of a newborn deer, despite its adult-sized body. Witnesses have reported an uncanny agility and grace that deviates from a typical deer's behaviour. deers possess limbs that are noticeably longer than those of a regular deer, with some accounts suggesting the presence of additional joints. The creature's chest is often described as having a barrel-like shape, further setting it apart from its deer counterparts. These unique physical attributes contribute to the sense of otherworldliness that surrounds the deer. In stark contrast to the calm and gentle nature of deer, the knot deer is said to be more aggressive. Its mannerisms and behavior deviate significantly from that of a typical deer, leaving witnesses afraid and unnerved. One of the most distinct features of the not deer is its eye placement. Unlike deer whose eyes are situated on the sides of their heads, the knot deer Possesses forward facing eyes akin to those of a predator. This striking distinction is often the first unsettling detail noticed by those who encounter the creature. While some accounts mention multiple eyes, this is a rarity among reported sightings. Although the majority of not sightings align with the aforementioned characteristics, some encounters do differ. In a few accounts, witnesses have described the creature's head as bovine, adding yet another layer of peculiarity to its already mysterious nature. Encounters with the knot often leave individuals with a distinct impression of the creature's intelligence and emotions. People report a sense that there is something off about these creatures, as if they possess a deeper understanding and awareness this further adds to the eerie nature of the encounters. One remarkable characteristic of knot deers is their tendency to approach humans. This behaviour sets them apart from regular deer, who tend to shy away from the human presence. The odd movements observed by witnesses are a result of the not deer's intentional approach towards humans. But despite the unsettling feeling they evoke, knot deers have only been reported to attack when provoked. Some accounts describe instances where individuals attempted to scare off the creature, resulting in the knot deer becoming aggressive. In a few extraordinary cases, witnesses claim to have been chased up a tree by the knot deer. In an effort to intimidate or reach the individuals seeking refuge in the trees, the knot deer may briefly walk on its hind legs, a behaviour occasionally observed in certain animals. The mysterious encounters with knot deers have primarily surfaced on Reddit, but in recent years, these stories have gained attention on platforms like TikTok and other websites. Most sightings of these peculiar creatures occur on roads, with one notable case involving a lone motorcyclist on an Appalachian road. As the counter unfolds, what initially appears to be a regular deer gradually becomes something unmistakably different. So there we have it the not deer. I don't know what anybody else thinks about it. Sounds really free to me, um, particularly the bit about the eyes being, you know, like predators. Although, as it says, they don't generally attack people. So, what exactly are they doing out there? I'm going to keep the talks in between stories to the minimum because although I'm used to talking to myself, it's somewhat difficult when I'm trying to discuss a topic. <laughs> I'm normally chatting to myself in the kitchen when I'm doing the dinner, pretending that I'm on a cookery programme, you know. Right, let's move on to the first story. This is something that happened to me almost a year ago. I was 17 at the time, and totally not prepared for the terrifying encounter I'd soon be part of. So a little backstory. A few years ago, me and my family moved from our neighbourhood home to a farmhouse in the middle of hayfields and woods to take care of my now-past great-grandfather who lived there. Since I was such an imaginative kid and loved being outside, I would spend all day out in the fields and woods. Every. Single. Day. And I've still done it for all the years I've lived here. To give an idea of the layout of this farmland... Our house is in the front hayfield. Then there are two more behind it with a creek running through. And finally, a couple of miles of woods behind all that. Keep in mind that these fields are huge, like it's just hundreds-ish of acres. Okay, all the boring stuff is done. Time for scary spoopy. Remember, this story is entirely true and no one believes me except for one person, but I'll get to that later. It was evening, and I went out to the backfield to watch the sunset as usual. The view was best there, and the sunset always looked cool over the trees. I took the 15-ish minute walk on the gravel road that connects all our land. Through the gates, over the creek, past the pond, and finally into the backfield. I watched the sunset over the trees until I couldn't get a view of it anymore. It was starting to get dark, so I decided to go back home until I saw something. At the other side of the field, right across from me, I saw what looked like a buck staring right at me. And while it's not abnormal to see a deer out there, it is odd that it didn't get spooked by me being out there. Since my mum hunts in those woods, I got my phone out to take a picture of it to show her but the sun had basically set so all you could see in the picture is a silhouette. That's when it started getting weird. I looked up from the picture and saw the silhouette change. It got taller like the deer stood up onto its back legs and just stood there motionless for way too long. Feeling uneasy but trying to not get scared, I casually put my phone back in a pocket and started walking home. It was getting quite dark after all. And it's just a wild deer. Nothing to be scared of, right? So I turned my back to the deer and began walking. But something felt wrong. It's like I could feel someone staring at me or something. I quickly looked over my shoulder but saw nothing. It was really dark now, so all I would have been able to see is shadow anyway. I saw nothing until I saw something. The deer. But it was wrong, so wrong. Just typing this out is making me uneasy. It was still standing upright, just like it was before I started walking home. But it was running straight towards me. That's when I knew something was wrong. This isn't normal, and I'd better start running. I sprint through the first gate and get onto the gravel road, screaming for someone to help me. My bare feet getting torn up by the sharp rocks I'm running over. Fumbling with my phone as I ran, I called my dad, who was thankfully home. Hello? Hello. Someone Someone is chasing chasing me. me. I don't hesitate to tell him, obviously. Especially since the deer is gaining about half the distance away it was when I first saw it running. I can hear my dad on the other end of the phone slamming the front door open and running outside, but I can't hear or see the thing behind me. It's black dark out now, and all I see is a shadow getting 50, 40, 30 feet away. I tear through the creek bed as I run through it, finally seeing my house lights in the distance. I scream as loud as I've screamed in my entire life, the breath scratching my lungs as I do so. Ah! I'm running uphill now, not stopping once this entire time. And I finally see my dad in front of me, running even faster than I am. He jumps the last gate, separating me from my house and starts yelling, Get Get away! away! Get Get away! away! Get!" Get! When he finally reaches me, instead of stopping at me he keeps running past me and keeps yelling I fall to the ground barely able to catch a breath tears streaming down my face after maybe 20 seconds my dad kneels next to me did you, did see, you it? see it? I forced out of my trembling lungs I don't, I don't see, see anything. anything apparently whatever chased me was afraid of my dad because once he was in view it ran away He's a pastor, so if this was a demonic spirit, it makes complete sense that it left once my dad got to me. Now, it's been a year since that happened. I'm made fun of by most people because everyone thinks it was just a sickly deer with rabies or something. Even my parents. But my great-uncle, who was literally an expert on wildlife, says there's no way. He says it was most likely a bear but a bear hasn't been seen near here for over 30 years. And I don't think bears have antlers. Now, I don't know about everybody else, but I think if I now see a deer in the woods, which I quite often do, um, I'm going to get actually freaked right out, especially if they turn around to look at me. Now, there is no way on earth that I'll be able to outrun a deer or even climb a tree at this stage of my life so I think it'll be a case of just dropping like I generally do now let's move on to the second story I have no idea what my eyes were actually resting on but this story is a hundred percent true In the late 90s, my sisters and I used to walk along a stretch of the Katy Trail that ran through Columbia. For those of you who have never heard of it, it used to be a 225-mile stretch of the Missouri-Kansas-Texas railroad line that runs largely through scenic woods and countryside, and alongside the banks of the Missouri River. When the railroad ceased to operate, the tracks were pulled up, and the path was converted into a fitness trail. It was a beautiful early fall afternoon, and one of my sisters and I had decided to go for a walk. It was late in the day, early evening, and we were looking forward to having the trail to ourselves, since most people usually cleared out by that time. We thought that we'd have just enough time to walk the two miles to our usual stopping point. Turn around and get back to the car before full dark. The walk from Scott Boulevard to the Perch Creek Bridge was lovely but uneventful. We started back and, about the halfway mark, started realising that it was getting dark much faster than we'd anticipated. We picked up the pace as much as possible without actually running. ...and were laughing about the ensuing creepiness of the evening... ...and the cloud of vampiric mosquitoes that followed in our wake. It was just to the point of dusk... ...when visibility is not really an issue for about 200 metres... ...but any further and things become indistinct. We were on part of the trail that was slightly elevated from the surrounding area. Down the hill to the left was a large field and on the right, a gentle slope down to a barbed wire fence with scraggly woods beyond. The ground down there was soft-looking dirt covered with freshly fallen leaves. We were just trucking along when suddenly movement in the woods startled us. I turned my head just in time to see something moving rapidly away from us, pretty much perpendicular to our current location, about 200 feet away. The first thing that caught my attention was the long, dark, flowing hair streaming out behind as it moved away. The second thing was the pale lavender, 70s-looking blouse with frilly wings that fluttered in the breeze as it ran. The third thing was the brown, indistinct, what can only be described as naked deer legs that it ran on. I say ran because it didn't bound like a deer would. And there was no white tail. And even though it seemed to run like a human fleeing for its life, it was moving very rapidly across a sea of dead leaves and yet made no sound at all. In less than two seconds, it was gone. I felt no fear at all, only startlement. We looked at each other and were both like, hmm, what the hell did we just see? It didn't appear to be overly frightened either but it was still getting darker and we still had a mile to go through the woods. We both smoked at the time, and at that point neither of us could run all the way back to the car, so there was nothing we could do except keep our present pace and try not to freak ourselves out with conjecture. We got back to the parking lot without further incident, burned out of there and went and told the rest of our family what we'd seen. Seeing odd sights runs in the family, so no one was too freaked out. But we could also never come up with a good explanation for what we had seen. Later, I did an internet search for any murders or disappearance that happened in the area in the 60s or 70s, but found nothing.
0: Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom
1: Kind of sounds a bit skinwalkery. I'm not sure. Well, shapeshiftery, should I say. A 70s blouse. Blouse? We don't even have blouses anymore, do we? Well, I don't wear a blouse. The last time I was asked to wear a blouse, um, it was f- for work, and I just kind of laughed and put my t shirt on. <laughs> right, let's move on to the third and final story. A bit of backstory. I live next to a heavily wooded area, as we call it, back in the boonies, in Virginia. I walk up and down our large driveway with my dog to exercise on my days off work. This morning, I was walking down my driveway as usual, with my dog trotting beside me. This is where things get bizarre. I heard rustling in the tall ferns next to me, and I look over to see the rear end of a thin, lanky, pure white creature walking into the trees. I initially thought it was an albino deer, as it had a similar body type. My dog instinctively ran down to chase it. As the creature approached a large hill running up into the rest of the wooded area, my dog froze, like as still as a statue. He didn't bark or move a muscle, he wouldn't respond when I called him. Now, my dog is a large, territorial, boxer-hound mix, the kind of dog that is sweet towards those who he is close to, but would give his life to defend his home. Since I live next to the woods, there are many woodland critters running around. You will often hear my dog chasing and howling at these animals throughout the day. Basically, it was odd for him to not chase after the creature that was so close to him. I've never seen him freeze like that before. That's when I saw the creature moving up the hill, on two legs. It was like it transitioned from a quadruped to a biped in an instant. It moved insanely fast, given how it appeared to struggle to walk. I'm not really sure how to describe it, it just lurched. Like each step was painful for it, yet it knew what it was doing. It was similar to waddling, but more jagged. I caught a glimpse of its pelt then. And it wasn't the creamy sort of colour albino animals typically have. But it was pure white, like it was some sort of ivory silhouette. I didn't see the rippling of muscles beneath it or anything, it was just like a white sheet. In that moment, I saw a pair of deer flank its side, and stand as motionless as my dog was until it passed. They then bolted off into the trees, as if frightened. Once the creature was out of sight, my dog ran over to me as if broken from a trance. He seemed a lot more anxious after this encounter as well. I'm extremely bewildered and somewhat frightened of this unknown creature residing near my home. At least if I can pinpoint what it is, I can feel a bit safer. I'm going to act... yeah, I think autumn's coming... Love it! I so love it. Um, I would say that I'm actually a bit disappointed that we're gonna we're gonna have a mini heat wave this week in the UK. Um, typically, because schools go back now. Generally, I'm I'm you know getting myself ready, making my soups, getting my knitting sorted, hunkering down. I've still got to do the uh, garden. One more cut, maybe another one before winter. But we're having some sun which absolutely makes a change this year because all we've had is grey. So I'm going to try and get out there and get in that spooky vibe because I've been kind of lacking it over summer. Generally happens because it's too sunshiny. It's too light, you know. When I go for my walk at night, I normally wait till about 9, 9 9.30 so I can get that twilighty kind of feel and freak myself out, basically. Right, that's me on my own without Tobias... I hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will catch up with you, both of us, again on Thursday. Take care, everyone. I might just slip in a bye-bye, and like a pre-recorded one from Toby. Goodbye.
0: Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe.